I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. One more time, we are going back to the high for season five of The, the Connor, Connor and Smith, Smith Show. So, uh, the last official episode was last week with Jenny Soto. This is our kind of our postmortem. We did a little deep dive conversation a about a recap the whole thing and a little preview of the next season which is theater stories um and i did do a uh encore presentation of ryan's trip to su that started this whole thing off because i think when you're looking at where things ended up it's really good to go back and see what you were expecting what you hoped for and see where it aligns um so we're going to do that this episode and then next week we will start Theater stories. Um, <laughs> theater stories. Yeah, so we've already got bum, a bum, bunch bum. of submissions. If you have a theater story that is fun, you can record it on your own and send it to me. Um, you can uh, find us on social media, message us there. It's We've had a lot of participants so far. We're excited about where it goes. Um, thank you again to all of our sustaining Patreon members. We really love you and appreciate you and... We are um, grateful for your contributions that really do make things happen. We have um, part two, act two of our Find Your Light review coming up the end of September, and your Patreon dollars will help to go support that, much like they did the first act of Find Your Light back in February. Hard to believe. Um, It's been that long. But at any rate, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. All right, we are summing up this entire... God, it's been a year and a quarter. It's the end of the season. It is the final countdown. No, I guess a year and a half. Has it been a year and a half? Yeah. 2000 and... 2021? Uh, this is Ryan Halbrook, and I'm joined by... I'm just joking. Um, I'm not sure now. Well, it doesn't matter. It's no, been, no, it's, it does matter. It's it been a matter. while. Who was our first guest? Um... Mike Grubbs. Was he the first guest? For the SU season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we were doing a little, uh, we had a little mini celebration, which clearly it was not a celebration, but I had a new uh, play that I was working on that just opened today. So we went to the pool and we had some good, clean Splashed Christian. around. Had some good, clean Christian fun. <clears throat> got some noodles we, we got some takeout and now we are all going to challenge ourselves by opening up our fortune cookie wait one second or not just one second i just want to i meant noodle as in like the floating noodle not like oh your noodles from there not oh. the noodle eating noodles oh, 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 yeah. oh the yeah. pool noodle okay yeah. so the first episode was ryan's trip to winchester march 2nd 2022 so it's been a year and April, May, June, July, four months. Yeah. August, September. So almost Damn a year and a half. <laughs> Our first guest was Mike Grubbs. That was March third, twenty twenty two. Um. So wow. Uh, this has been a thing. Um, and while we wish it could go on forever, have we only been talking for a minute and fifty seconds? Yeah. It feels like forever. Oh wow. <laughs> Well, forever is really only right now because, anyway. Right, yeah, we could get into that. You yeah. know, Matt said to me, I guess, about two years ago, we should do a Shenandoah season. And I didn't know if that was such a great idea because I didn't know 
you know, if our other listeners that we built up through the years would feel alienated because they didn't know these people, but they came along on the journey, and um, it's we've had over ten and a half thousand listens along the way, and we're so grateful to all of you. Um, but but we kind of feel like the SU season has come to like a little bit of a natural end. Um, and we just wanted to talk about it with all of you and with ourselves. And, and I think a big part of that 10,000 is also because of agreed. Shenandoah. Agreed. Yeah, totally. Much agreed. Um, so should we open up our, our fortunes? Oh, right. The one that's pointing towards you. Okay. Yeah, that's great audio. All right, who goes first? I think the person that's... Steven, you go first. My glasses are broke. Um, rest not from duty, but find rest in it. In bed. <laughs> rest not in duty, but, but re- find rest in it. So basically, slack off at work. Cool. Great. Matt? How about another fortune? You, you beat me Se- to it. Secondfortune.com. <laughs> you beat me to it. My fortune says not to alter one's faults is to be faulty indeed in bed. Uh, well. How did that start? Ryan. I, I didn't start the in bed thing. I didn't start the fire, but you can uh. read your thing. <laughs> Prosperity makes friends and adversity fries them. I mean tries them. Sorry, I need glasses. Wow. It, look, it looks like an F. Wow. Are we gonna? Uh, These things don't taste great. They don't. Yeah, I'm not, they what define great? <laughs> what was the Chinese restaurant in Winchester? We always used to go to. I don't have any idea. Some China Garden, China Jade, China Jade, China Jade. Yeah. Y'all remember oh, the China Jade? Yeah, up there. Was it up uh, in that shopping center where that it was? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, up by 81, going mm-hmm. that direction. Mm-hmm. Is it off of Jubilurly? Mm-mm. It's a, uh, what was that restaurant? I was like, I was like, uh, oh God, what do you call no, it? it was near like, Hosses. It was near like Ma- Martin's. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was over there. there. Oh. Yeah. But huh. if, if you, you might be thinking about something else. They're also in Steven City, two exits down, was Lily Garden. Mm. That used to be a Tasty Freeze. I'm pretty sure there was a Chinese buffet. Up where that hosses was in the parking lot of that huge shopping center. Yeah. You know I'm talking about up there by 81 Waffle House went in. Oh yeah, up there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? In there. Yeah. Um. Great, great talk. Um. What do you think was your? What did you guys think of this season? What was the journey that you found most interesting? I thought. What was so fascinating was just the human aspect of everything. It kind of was freeing to hear everyone's journey uh, and how everyone navigated COVID and how everyone navigated. Sorry, our dog is um, eating something. I think he just cut something from his toy. Okay. Um, I think first of all, it was very exciting to hear people's familiar voices who we clearly you know, went to school with. And also it was kind of um 
it was kind of warming to hear that, you know, how people were doing and what, what had happened no matter what, you mm-hmm. know. People had funny stuff. People had poignant stuff. There was sad stuff. We, we talked about losing some people. Right. Um, I think the humanity aspect is what was fascinating to me because everybody just has their journeys and we all end up where we're going to end up and we all are happy or we're sad and we have bumps and it's just nice to you know we're all kind of going through the same kind of thing even if it's not even if it is different yeah well I I, I think I said on the one of the podcasts that I had a a a new friend who I was directing in a show of Into the Woods at a black box in Falls Church named Creative Cauldron and he just came up to me just as a matter of factly I mean just just like we all once we meet a friend in theater we feel like we've known each other forever and he said hey remember when we were going to be on Broadway and when he said that it was like a universal you know sort of like yeah I guess all of us had a time we were thinking I'm going to be up there and then you're going to all be sorry You'll be sorry that you did this to me. Mm. Um, or not, you know, not that you're getting back at anybody, but like, you don't even know. One of these days, I'll be hitting a high G sharp. And yeah, and isn't it kind of like a society thing too? Like a, as far as society defining success as opposed to a, a personal success? It really is. And I think, it's a, I think it's in every department of our lives. Like the materialism that kind of goes into the business world and... I guess that's what America's built upon is commercialism. Capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah. And anyway, um, I really, really enjoyed talking to our teachers mm-hmm. and some of the teachers that I guess I never really had a chance to really express how I felt or possibly having some time away from my teachers has made me appreciate the experience even more. And it's probably made me a better teacher when I am teaching, you know. Um, I definitely don't think I would have survived survived creatively through the pandemic if it had not been for some of the um, discipline that had been installed in us. Um, Yeah, and it definitely wasn't a... uh, It definitely wasn't like a Shenandoah season. It was definitely a a person, you know, a person season. It, it, it was about Shenandoah just because as far as everybody going there but it was really just about everybody's journey which is just kind of a beautiful thing yeah totally yeah. Um, what did you think of the season Steve what was your highlights I didn't expect it to be as long <laughs> correct mm-hmm. um, I didn't expect it to be as fascinating as it really was I thought it'd be fun to hear a lot of voices from the past and you know some of those relationships came right back over the podcast like it never missed a beat some of it was like oh I can tell we're different people now than when we maybe knew each other before Um, that was interesting everybody grows and changes Um, and there were people that I really wanted to get on the podcast that either scheduling just never worked out or you know, they just didn't want to do it, and that. that but was... they can they can still come on for your next idea. Absolutely, we'll get there uh, as we wrap. But um, there were there are some people who didn't want to. I mean, there's there's some obvious people who are missing from this series, but a lot of people didn't really want to maybe talk about where they were now versus where they wanted to be, 
and that's fine. Everybody's journey is their own, and it can be kept private. It did serve as a almost like a one-on-one um, that you want to have at a reunion that you never really can have at a reunion because you know everyone's talking to everybody and conversations last twenty seconds. Um, so it was cool to see where everybody was. Um, it's very nice to be offered guest houses all over the country uh, for us to go visit. We're coming. We may have to. Yes. The, now, the, here's what I need. I need uh, vanilla-flavored coffee. <laughs> um, so you're not just going to take the, the, the house, the offer of that, but you need, them, you need supplies as well. Well, no, I don't... Yeah. Amenities. Yeah. Um, oh, amenities. I need Narragansett beer, <laughs> tall boys. Um, what else do you need? We're going to visit Jen Gerard and go to her pool. Okay. Um, so, you must take pugs. You must take SPF. pugs. SPF. Um. <laughs> must love pugs. Um, yeah, no, it, 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 was, uh, it was great to... There were so many funny stories. God, remember Jen... I could just brought that up. Remember Jen Gerard's story about... The cafeteria man. The cafeteria man. And like, we laughed so hard on Jenny Soto's um, interview. Episode, yeah. Yeah. We had, how many people here in person? Well, let's see. That was Sabra, Sabra, Amy, Amy, Christina, and Sean, and someone else. Yeah. Was it five? Adam Tackett was here, but he... He didn't have a... He, he, yeah. he had already had his own, we but we were doing somebody else, and he and was he was here. on it, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he was in town with Wicked or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, And then there, there was always those moments, too, like, you feel like you have egg on your face when, like, the technology of the Wi-Fi the or delay. whatever would happen. You'd be like, oh, my God, please, you can't, this is a professional podcast. And, like, some people that we would call, and if they'd be like... You know, walking around, and we would kind of like go in and out and lose them, and be like, ah. Or my favorite were the people who were had their earbuds in, and were doing household chores. Like we, could, we like we couldn't hear them, but we could. They could hear themselves. Yeah, probably. That was very funny. Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you moving around? Doing the dishes. Literally are you doing the dishes doing while the dishes. you're talking to us? Um, yeah. Th- those those things kind of uh, leapt out at me. The the funny, the poignant. Um, there were many really powerful moments as well uh, going through was there, things. Was there a surprise? Was there a surprise from anyone's, anyone's story? You know, I never knew Wendy Cade. I knew her and knew of her, but not, like, that well. And it was really cool getting to know her um, through the interview. And then she came to my Your party. party. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I She brought these her. cute little cheese, um, individually wrapped cheese squares... This, these really delicious, like, rice crackers. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that was cool, kind of learning a, a little bit about her and, and, and everybody I didn't know. It was great catching up with everybody from my, our, our class, our people above us, um, and just, you know, reliving all the, the times and learning about people. I, there, I, I didn't know so many people when they were at Shenandoah with us we're going through a lot of mental health challenges at the same time because they never let on because we are all actors. So we're all bullshitting all the time about how we really felt. So that was really interesting to know because I think we've all had some dark times, dark nights of the soul, especially in college when you're trying to find out who you are and what you're going to try to do for the rest of your life or at least part of the rest of your life. So I thought that was interesting. Um, 
what what person do you wish living or dead that you could have interviewed that we did not Matt from SU yeah because if it's not SU it's definitely going to be Jesus because I have a lot of he questions. He probably went to SU. So. I have a lot of questions if Jesus went to SU. Like, so, I I read um, someone from SU that we didn't get to talk to. The living or dead that you wish we could have? Um, I think I would love to have talked to Lindy Herman. I knew you were going to say that. Because if you weren't, I was going to. Same. Yeah. Hal as well. I would like to talk to Hal and ask him a few things. Did I ever... Did it, we call him Hal? Mm, I don't think to him. <laughs> I don't think to him either. We just no. said Mr. Ehrman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Remember all the headshots on the wall in Armstrong? Black and, you and would, white. And you would look up there and be like, oh my gosh. I want to be up my, there one day. Is my headshot going to be up? Bum, 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 bum. God, I hope I'm up there. I hope I'm up there. Yeah, I think they stopped that. Did you try to get Kate Flannery on the podcast? Yes. I did try. She didn't check her DMs. (laughs) No, maybe she did. Yeah, it's quite possible. She was like, yeah, you bother me, kid. Get away. Um, We're going to put her on our next musical. Yeah. Um, Ryan? How? I I would have been Yours was Lindy, too? Yeah, Lindy. I I really, really wish we could have talked to Marcus on here. I really do. But it just didn't work out. So The other... Fair, Fair tone. That's right. Yeah. Would have been cute. Um. Well, and I, I don't know if anyone out there listening has a podcast. Maybe people do. I know that Carrie Bradshaw does. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Canceled. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. But she, um, but you know, Stephen did almost 99.9% of the communications department was trying to schedule everyone's you know times and conflicts and rescheduling when things didn't work and then it was all done through his phone and it wasn't a lot but it was something that had to be managed yeah and it beca- it became you know um a thing so anything else we want to say about this wonderful su experience i think i would just like to i personally like to thank everybody who told their story and went down memory lane we we got a lot of messages. I probably Stephen did more than me, but we got a lot of messages. People feeling like spending the time to talk about their stuff was actually like a cathartic, healing, kind of wonderful moment to like kind of wrap their head around things. Yeah, there were so many people that were were kind of trying to figure out how to even talk about it. That after uh, us just kind of laughing and going down you know, their artistic life and how it's influenced the rest of their life. Um, I, I think a lot of people really, really found it um, a, a nice experience. You guys want to thank everybody? Yeah. Mike Grubbs, Monica Mooring, Ben Franklin, Jenny Lamb, Fitz Harris, Sean Hollenbach, Daniel Freddy Paris, Anthony Wayne, Katie Sina-Kindig, Robin Schroff, Mary Robert, Randy McFadden. Daryl Brooks, Elizabeth Albert, Rob Nicholas, Ivanic. Talon Beeson, Shelley Work, Tommy Schweitzer, Carla Shook, Chris Faison, Melanie Fox Oldham, Beth Wentz Bunch, Catherine Strock, Jason Carter, Mike Hedges, Adolfo Blair, Jenny Cardini, Daniel Hootmer, Moat, Kevin Quillinen, Dustin Moat, Adam Ryan Tackett, Joe Santangelo. Oh, that's Joey Santangelo. Thank you. 
And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Every Means Weekly, Dr. Thomas Albert, Dan O'Brien, Lisa Machesney, Kinlaw, Robin Higginbotham, Rick Wesley, Yvonne Campbell, R. Scott Williams, Kira Trummel, Anne-Marie Cerrone-Gill, Karina Nushu, Steve Jones, Dolly Stevens, Carl Tanner, Amy Barron Smolinski, Matt Majette, Melissa Lone, Sean and Kat Ramey, Garrett Elise Long, Nancy Friedrich, T. Scott Ross, Emily King-Brown, Debbie Friedman, Kayla Noel, Chandra Albritton, Sabra Michelle, Gay Willis, Rachel Haber, Jamie Patrone, and then we went into spooky season for a little bit. We picked it back up with you and Dustin interviewing Stephen Gregory Smith, then Matt Connor, Kip Mormon, Karen Hearn, Rosie Bernardo, Tracy Bonner, Kathy Voitko, Ryan Williams, Onika Phillips, Dr. Karen Keating, Dane Whitlock, Kevin Covert, Norman Howard, Meredith Long, Keith Bevins-Berkheimer, Kelly Atkins-Morgan, Christina Molinari and Sean O'Boyle, Jennifer Gerard-Renfro, Karen Bran O'Connor, Jason Wooten, Joy Dewing, Brian and Karen DeWittowitz, Ben Church, Cheryl Yancey, Damian Deshawn Smith, Ford Deeth, Lauren Frajanic Sawyer, Ryan Donovan, Jessica Goodland, Scott Walleen, Johanna Davis, Wendy Cade, Ben Nas. Then we had the bonus encore episodes from season one with Laura Wyaz, Jason Labrador, and Ryan Halbrook. And, of course, Jimmy Soto, our grand finale. Grand finale. Um, so thank you to all of you who have appeared, and I know many more tried, and we couldn't make it happen, but... Uh, you know what? If you have a theater story, come tell us about it. We would love to hear it. And with that, um, it's been... That was, it. That was pretty incredible, what uh, you guys was... just read. <laughs> I mean... It's a huge list. And let me just come 90, clean. Let me come clean. Yes. I don't like to read. Uh, I know that I'm going to get to someone's name that I haven't heard in my head before and be like, heba da ba da ba da Well, that, I, I Joey Santangelo. Now I got it. Yeah. Um... It's been an incredible time, guys, going back to the Hive with Season 5 with all of you. And I think what I'm going to tag on to the end of this episode is the trailer for the first. It's going to be, I'm going to tag Ryan's um, trip to SU, how we began it all. All right, before we do a preview of the next season, I'm going to go back. We're going to go back and listen to the uh, trailer for this season five, which includes Ryan's trip to Winchester. So we're going to listen to that next. I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. We are going back to the Hive in Season 5. What is the Hive, you may ask? The Hive is uh, Shenandoah University, where Matthew, myself, and our producer, Ryan Dean Halbrook, say hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. All went to school uh, in Winchester, Virginia in the late 90s. Um, so we're going to be returning to the late 90s and... Uh, time traveling back when when you both think of going back to Winchester from this area what do you think of landmark wise when you see when you're driving in what are the first things that pop into your mind into Winchester yeah um, I would say route is it route 17 
Mm-hmm. That's what uh, pops into my mind. Because mm-hmm. that's like the crossway before you get over to 50. It's kind of like you're changing gears from the city to uh, somewhere that's a little... Uh, Off the map. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, I don't know if the things that I think of are still there, but I would say the Lone Star Steakhouse... Bell Star. Um, the Bell Star. Is not there. The Lee Jackson Motor Lodge. Oh, you mean into Winchester itself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, is it the Lee Jackson? Was that the best Western? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what, Pargo's. I think, was that, isn't that now, uh, I think that's actually now Shenandoah well, housing. Well, don't spoil it for me. Um, Matt, what are your landmarks that you think of? Actually, you know what? When you get on Route 50 from 17, mm-hmm. you kind of climb up a mountain, which is called Paris Mountain. Mm-hmm. At the top of it is Mount yeah. Weather. Mm-hmm. And that descent is when you start sort of going into the Winchester Valley. I think you cross over the Shenandoah River, and then you get into, I think they used to call that Waterloo, before you slowly kind of come into Winchester. And then when you come into Winchester itself, you kind of drive over this little horizon and boom, there it is in this little valley. The, the Apple Blossom Mall clearly is visible to the left. Uh, Shenandoah Campus is on the right. And I think going to college, once you kind of got there in the campus, you didn't really veer too far out beyond like Walmart, Sheets, and maybe like the Cork Street Tavern Walking Mall. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Ryan actually took a field trip, and we're going to break this up and listen to uh, Ryan driving back for us because we didn't have time to go, but Ryan did, and he's reporting. He's our on-the-street reporter. So we're going to check in with Ryan, time-traveling back to when he went a few uh, days ago. We'll be right back. So I wanted to uh, record a little bit since I'm going out to Winchester, and uh, Matt and Stephen are doing this uh, college uh, podcasting, uh, and, uh, just kind of say what it's like now. Uh, but even the drive out, you know, it's, uh, different landmarks and things really, uh, bring back a lot of memories. Uh, you know, especially the Arboretum on off of 50. Uh, but yeah, heading into Winchester right now. Uh, not sure where I'm going to get to go, but, uh, just wanted to, uh, say that all right so driving into Winchester kind of looks the same but there's also some things that are different um, just a weird weird uh, feeling coming into town here uh, I wish Matt and Steven were with me uh, and yeah I'll be pulling into uh, the college here in a minute so yeah definitely different some different buildings. I forgot about where Orstrom Bryant was. Everything's a little bit different. There aren't any gates, guys, to get in, so I'm going to drive up into the uh, into the college way here. Oh my goodness, Goodson Chapel recital hall is right in front of me. Was that lake always there? Oh my. Well, here's the old theater, Armstrong Hall. I'm going up the this looks different. Maybe it was always like that, but I don't think so. Yeah. Here comes the Black Box Theater. On the left, which... Huh. Is it still the Black Box? I mean, there's no sign. Oh, wow, and there's some uh, 
different housing back here to the left behind Goodson Hall. I'm going to the right of Goodson Hall. Here's the Wilkins Administrative Building. Oh wow, there's a building over on the other side of the lacrosse field now called Shenandoah University Athletics and Events Center. Here's admissions, used to be the Student Center, Office of Admissions. The Student Center's over down, uh, coming up the hill towards, oh, there's Parker Hall and Racy Hall, guys, going right between them right now, the front entrances. And here's Cooley Hall. I think we stayed in there for uh, summer theater. Um, and now here's Funkhauser Hall. I don't remember if you can get out on this side or not. I think you can. I think it's going to go uh, by the old uh, hotel. There's another hotel that was across the way. I think it was a Best Western, which is now also um, housing for Shenandoah. Now I'm down by uh, old Funkhauser. There's another newish building down here, or my memory just doesn't remember. Health and Life Sciences building. Down uh, back towards the opening here. The I mean the entrance, the opening. Let's see if we dead end here or if we can go through. Wow, yeah guys, this campus is much larger than I remember. I'm sure that it is. Building on the other side of the Orstrom Bryant, also part of the campus. Oh, yep, my bad. Dead end. Anyway, yeah, so some things look, again, similar, but much bigger. I All the, the were they weeping willow trees? I don't see, uh, maybe there's one of them still. There's a gazebo out here now and a couple of bridges. I'm going to drive uh, down and around. Uh, the other side of the uh, lake, which I don't remember there being one, but there probably was, and my memory just uh, is bad. Go down around the park. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to get out and walk around. No need. All right, yeah, so that was the visit to Shenandoah, and... Yeah, I'm right in front of the Orstrom Bryant Theater right now. I think my name is on one of the cobblestones. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. I'm going to head over to the Apple Blossom Mall now and uh, hit some sheets up. <laughs> All right. What are uh, some of the things you remember about campus from back in the day? Um, just the first things that pop in your head. If you're pulling in past the the, the guard uh not tower booth what do you think of when you you're driving in i i know what you think of because you're going to tell us but duck poop lots of duck poop lots of ducks lots of duck poop and if you went to the right in front of the like whatever building that was where the little fountain was like psh, yeah you would go to a bench down there and there it would just be covered in duck shit and chicken duck was always around there was a duck that was a called chicken duck mm -hmm. but i found that the campus was in sections, very tranquil. It felt like you were removed from the city. It didn't Weeping really feel like willows. You were, yeah, didn't feel like you were in the country, nor did it feel like you were in the city. You were kind of like in a hybrid of something 
like that. And then once again, you climb that hill towards the church. Right. And then, and then around the corner of the student center, which we always called the snack shack, and we got food that sometimes we'd wonder, should we go to the uh, you know nurse, or is it just that we ate at the student center? It was greasy. I think I worked there, actually. Oh, really? Second. Yeah, at the cafe there? I'm yeah. pretty sure I did. Cafe is a generous term, but we're going to have <laughs> Ryan's take on the uh, campus now, right ahead. Okay, there's Patsy Cline we just touched on. Lots of rumors about a certain bridge. I don't think they're true, are they, Matt? I never heard those rumors growing up in the area until I went to college, and it seemed like a bunch of college kids made up these rumors because there was a bridge on the way to Patsy Cline's house. Right, which is near Kent Street, right? Which is near Kent Street, but I, I never heard... Anything like that beyond like, ooh, Patsy Clown had sex here on the underneath the bridge. It's a very cool looking bridge, I will say that. I did visit. Is it a train bridge? I think it used to be. Oh, maybe. I think I think trains go through still there. Maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I did go to her grave though while I was in college there. That that was out towards the um, apartments that I lived in that I can't remember. Press and place apartments. I should have driven over there. I did not do that. Yeah. Shenandoah National Park. Well, Ryan's going to uh, perpetuate the myth by stopping by the Patsy Cline Bridge. Here right we now. go. I am currently going under the Patsy Cline Bridge. Still here. We know there's another word for that after Patsy Klein, but yeah, going through that bridge, I'm surprised I remembered where it was. Now, all three of us lived at the Alpha Psi Omega House, the theater house, um, at various different times. That house, uh, legendary memories, right? I, and after being there, I actually, what I thought was the house, I think the house is no longer there. I think it was torn down. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think somebody told me that. Huh. Yeah, anyway. It was there in 2014, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Interesting. What What are your memories of that house, Matt? I used to laugh at people trying to correct e each other on on the street name. Like, that was really important. Leicester Street or Leicester Street? Yeah, they or... say, oh, no, it's English. It's Leicester Street. And somebody's like, oh, no, it's, you know, like, oh, really? Are we going to go there? Anyway, um, I loved the location because it was sort of... Just up the street from Patsy Klein's uh, childhood home. On Kent Street. On Kent Street. But also just a hop and a skip down to the walking mall. Mm -hmm. And during Apple Blossom, we were like in the center Prime. of not the parade route, but sort of the, you know, we could get to the parade and back and still have a nice party or whatever. There's a story. There's a story there. Oh, yeah. Apple Blossom. Apple, oh, there's yeah. lots of yeah. Apple Blossom yeah. stories. Well, um, Ryan's going to drive by the house now, so hold Here on. we go. Now I'm over on uh, Leicester Street, Leicester Street. See if I remember uh, which of the houses is, uh, or was the uh, the old uh, Alpha Psi house. And I just uh, found this without using a map or anything. I think I just passed the house. Maybe not. No, I think I did. Wow, looks different. Goodness gracious.
know, there were so few things to do in Winchester that between the mall and Walmart and Sheets, that was kind of the thing. Um, <clears throat> anybody else work at the mall? You uh, worked at Belkin Leggett, right? I actually worked for the the mall at one point for special events when they would have like things. We would go in the middle of the night and like decorate the mall. I was a mall model. I worked for Belk Leggett. Yeah, you were. I worked for Things Remembered. I worked at Walden Books. Um, I worked at <clears throat> uh, Express Men, which at the time was called Structure. Mm-hmm. Um, several different jobs there at the mall. I Just ground round for me. That's it. Ground round, the yeah. ground monkey. You were at? I was at a home interior store. Can't remember the name of it. it began with an M, I think. But uh, through that discount, furnished most of my was room. Was there a store in that mall that was like only there seasonally? That had like some really cool stuff in it. Am I remembering? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. did Heather and Greg work at? Was there some? Kind I of worked there as well. The natural way or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ryan's going to take a tour of the state of retail in uh, Winchester now. So listen up. Very sad to see that the old uh, movie theater is now a Best Buy. I saw the re-release of uh, all the Star Wars in that movie theater. Uh, those of you that know Winchester, I'm now uh, going up by Martins and then up to the uh, Super Walmart that we all loved so much. Oh, there's a Hobby Lobby now across the street. That's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, so still driving around Winchester. And there's a billboard over here by the uh, Apple Blossom Mall uh, that's very pink and says Choose Life. So there's that. There's an AMC over here at the uh, the mall now. Uh, looks like a fairly big AMC. Uh, some of the stores, I guess, are still the same, but for the most part, different. Okay, so I do remember the pond. I said lake earlier, but now I do remember the pond after going around it a couple of times. Weird that I just completely left my memory that that was there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, sitting here at the mall eating my sheets. We all loved sheets uh, at the college at Shenandoah University and Conservatory, which is a much bigger, bigger place than it was when we were there. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, Going to be heading out on Route 50 all the way back for some of that beautiful uh, country drive. Well, I have a feeling this season might go on for a while. We're talking to a lot of guests uh, from alumni past, uh, some uh, teachers as well. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll end this season by going there and talking to the new head of the theater. Who knows? I think we should end with maybe our theme, our uh, school song. The H is for we're happy. The O is for oh my. The R is for oh are you really the... N is for nearby, the E is for eternal, the T is terribly, the S is for success, and that is why we want to be an SU Hornet. Wow, that was total improv. Thank you, Lindy Hay and Did you just make Herman. that up? I did just make that you up. You just made that up. That's uh, good. And I think yeah, that's, that's, it was like you were trying to remember it. Couldn't tell. Well, yeah, and I think that was or could be the song. So one quick thing I want to put out there. Um, if you could think of songs that happened, that you loved, that came out during the late 90s when we were at college, first song that comes to your mind, Matt. 
Oh gosh, you mean pop song? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be something from Madonna or uh, the Tonys. Uh, let's let's hear on pop. Okay, okay, uh, Madonna. I'm gonna say this used to be my playground al- album. Okay, right. Uh, you ought to know, Alanis Morissette. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Madonna Ray of Light or Indigo Girls. Uh, but that didn't come out during that. All right, Dave Matthews Band. Um, on and to, these cra- and to these crowded streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want, for those of you who are participating, interviewed, maybe not yet, going to, I want you to go to the link in the description of this podcast. It's called Discord. It is a uh, message board. I want you to put in there songs that you think of when you think of your SU years. I'm going to make a playlist on Spotify for us all to reminisce to uh, so we can all create this mixtape together. Um, Also, if you join that Discord message board, I want you to feel free to put pictures from College Up in the message board. Feel free to comment, uh, be supportive. There are rules on the Discord you'll see. Um, be supportive of your uh, your alum and just uh, touch base with each other. Keep this thing alive. Make this a living, breathing season. You will save my soul. Oh, Jewel. Jewel. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's another one. Human. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Wait, uh, what was her big one? Well, that, that, was was the, about, that was the opening of her. Yeah. What was the other big one? Dreams last for Foolish so games. long. Foolish games. Even yeah, after was on you the Batman that. Forever soundtrack. Getting so many memories. So uh, please join in. Join the Discord. Put your song vote in. Uh, we will make this mixtape happen on a Spotify playlist. And and also just uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, travel back in time to the late 90s and have a great time with us. Two episodes a week. It'll be a, probably a Friday and Saturday drop. Please enjoy, and uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback on the Discord. Uh, what, anything else to say, guys? Go Hornets. Go SU. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay, so uh, this coming up is a little preview of Theater Stories. Enjoy. Um, do you want to talk about what we're going to do next? Favorite uh, recipes. No. Um, so we're going to do Theater Stories. So this is something our Patreon sustaining members, thanks so much for being who you are, what you are. I did post something on our Patreon asking uh, all of you to be the first to contribute your theater stories. Now, I think we can go about this in several different ways. We could do phone interview, scheduling that, whatever, absolutely. Um, I am trying to leave uh, another off-ramp for that to um, send me your story recording into your voice memo and send it to me um, like in, you know, MP3 file. And I could try to put that into the podcast and we would kind of tee it up and then talk about it on the back end of it. Um, so either way is acceptable. Uh, also, if you don't want to do either of those, you could just write it out in an email and we can read it. Um, but it's just the, the, when something goes wrong, when something funny happened, when blah, 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 you know, you know, I mean, we got a lot of those too on the Shenandoah. We did kind of give you the idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to start off right here, right now. Okay. Do you remember when Beth Wentz and I and you 
and some other people, maybe even Kira, because we were all together in a hot pocket for a second. We were doing a kid's show at the Burn Bray. <laughs> I think I was dressed up like a pilgrim. So that, yeah, yeah, that was... What was it? It was Pocahontas. It was Pocahontas, and I don't know what it was about me and Not Beth, a Native American in sight. I don't know what it was about me and Beth's friendship that made me <laughs> unprofessional, but I had to I go missed. out on the stage and yell... No, you idiot. No, it was, don't be an idiot. <laughs> it's the fire. It's the alarm bell. Or I should look that line up. Oh, I don't think you said Don't that. be an idiot. And I could, ne- <laughs> could never get that line out. I would just go out there and look at her, and then I would just start laughing. And, and we, then she would run off we stage. Would both, <laughs> we would both just leave the stage. We didn't even know. By one- the end, by the end, do you remember when I went in as John Smith? Huh. Oh, for Michael Colby when he was like in Las Vegas or something like that. He was doing Ricky Martin. Yeah. And so I was like literally? No, he was doing being a Ricky Martin in person. Oh, well, possibly, possibly, possibly. But uh I remember watching that and just dying because you would say, Don't be an idiot Beth would not wait till the word idiot got out. She would turn and run as soon as you started. And <laughs> That was hysterical. But you know what's sad is? The person that wrote that script, not one single audience member ever heard the entirety of the script. Yeah, that's as a book writer, that breaks my heart. I totally was just like... (laughs) Then, second story. Our friend Debbie Hartley always said, if something goes wrong on stage, clap twice, giggle, (laughs) and run off stage. Wasn't it Bolt? Clap twice, giggle, and bolt. bolt. Yeah. Um, so one time I was doing a kid's show at Burn Bray, and I had uh, a sweatsuit that was green. And they had glued, hot glued, uh, ivy and leaves all over it because I was the magical fairy person named Spree. <laughs> and it was the princess and the frog. I think Kira was in this one. Mm-hmm. And literally about halfway through the show... I'm like, oh, God, I probably shouldn't have had that cup of coffee, that large cup of coffee from 7-Eleven. I think I've got to do a number two. But you know what that means in America. Poop. Well, I have a lot of poop stories. Yeah. That, that's the next podcast season, poop, poop stories. <laughs> so, theater so, stories and then yeah, poop, poop stories. stories. Yeah. So, if you got, so should I save this one? No, no, this this merges both. You just gotta so, preview to anyways, the next as soon as the show's over, like a wonderful professional, I bow, I accept all the glorious applause for my character work, Esprit, and also my my scoring that I had done for the part. Um, and I bolted to the lobby, which had a humongous uh, bathroom. It was it was like humongous. It was like a hotel bathroom. I go in there, I shut the door, I pull down my leafy pants, and I finally have a wonderful moment of comfort. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I hear the doors open up in the bathroom, and in comes like what feels like 12 kids. And I'm sitting there. Who had just seen you in the show. Right, and I I know I'm a celebrity at this point, so I'm very nervous about people approaching me in person. Especially in the bathroom. (laughs) So... I'm sitting there, and I can see the little squares that, you know, the doors are... The slits between the doors. Yeah, I can see all of a sudden, like Scooby-Doo, all these little eyes go, dink, 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 dink. And this one kid says, 
Look. Oh, no. First of all, a foot comes under the stall and Grant puts his foot on one of my leaves and tries to, like, drag it towards him to, like, investigate. Like, is this really the, 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 the thing we just saw on the show? And then all of a sudden these eyes go around and look and this, guy, this little kid says, look, it's the swamp thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm afraid to move. I'm literally sitting here in the most vulnerable position as a you know a, a fairly famous actress at the burn bread oh, at the yeah. time yep yeah, yeah. i opened the door came out of the bathroom and every one of those kids wanted my autograph and that's when i knew the, I, but they wanted the autograph for what you did in the bathroom that's when did I, you wash your hands that's when i knew i was the shit <laughs> and, good 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 giggle and bolt so could you imagine yeah. if like like today, I was at the theater downtown in DC. Could you imagine if, like, twenty years later, one of those kids saw me and was like, "Oh my God, that was that dude who was taking the crap at the Burnbury, <laughs> dressed up in these little sweatpants." Yeah. Um, are theater stories including like audition? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, yes, yes. Right, I have and one. tech stories and ticket seller stories. Anything involved in the the arts. All right, I have an audition story. You guys know this. I do, and I can't wait. <laughs> so I had just moved here. This would have been what two thousand and three, into Virginia, and I was staying with Matt and Stephen, and they told me about what was it? Leagues. The League auditions, which was held for all theaters. All theaters. League of Washington. League theaters. of Washington yeah. theaters. Right. And so, like, they told me about it. I like, didn't you have to register? Oh yeah. Yeah, and I had to do that all very quickly. I didn't have a monologue all set up, so I decided I was going to uh, memorize a monologue, and I was going to do it and just get started. You know, the ball running. Um, so I basically memorized. You guys helped me, right? I did it for you a couple of times. Yeah. I did it without, you know, without a book or whatever. Uh, maybe in two days. You know, really got it in there and uh, went in for the leagues and was going through it in my head. And I got up on stage and I completely, after halfway through one sentence, completely, it was gone. I couldn't remember what was next. I tried. I went back and said the same thing again. And I just stood up because I was sitting on a chair and I said, at least I'm hot. And then I walked off. But I got like 16 calls from theaters. But this is, years later, I think this is why. Because I'm not that hot. And I think I sold that line very well. I would say yes and yes. <laughs> I would say they, they were tired of hearing everybody's monologues. They were like, that guy kept it short. We like him. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. But yeah, I got like 16 calls from that. Most I got, the next year I actually remembered my monologue. And I got like two calls. Do you so, remember that I used to write my monologues and make them up? And the one I would always do was about my family always solving problems at home with board games. <laughs> and that every time my parents were in a fight, they would play Sorry. And um, I, I can't remember. Oh, the, the way that we, they found out my blah, blah uh, relative was gay but it was because he would always pick the pink part cheesy <laughs> Like, it was crazy. But I made it up. So when I went in there, I felt so comfortable telling the story that I didn't think that I, like, oh, God, I'm doing a monologue. Right. I have to say it word by word, or, you know, word for word. That is the only time that has ever happened to me. I have never had an issue with memorizing and, and never. That was the only time that's ever happened. Yeah, but those league auditions were tough. You would go in there and you didn't know what you were going to see. And all of a sudden you get on stage and you'd see, like, 
a all sea of these, people. All of these people looking at and you. And they're holding your headshot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like, uh, you're, you're looking back at you because it's all turned around looking at your resume. So, like, there's, you know, however many people in the audience, you know, and or they're, I don't it's think your I, face. I don't think I ever got a call back from leagues. Yeah, you did. Didn't you get cherry red? Was that not from leagues? Not from leagues? No, I got called in to be a dad, somebody's dad at a kid's theater, and I was like 24 and like pissed off about it. Well, you could have been a, a dad. A young father. Oh, I was I was irate. Young anyway, guns. Do I want to tell a theater story that's quick? It so, could be long. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Was that long? Was mine long? No. Matt's was long. No, I'm, I'm just, just I don't want to be like, <laughs> buckle in, you're here for at least 20. Um, I like buckling in. I guess the one that comes to mind, I'll say from Shenandoah to marry the SU2. There were so many in SSMT guys. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, there's um, a lot pointed out to me that I did. I don't remember any of it. Lots of falling from yeah, you. Yeah, lots of falling. We, uh, in the Wizard of Oz, the, the only summer I did summer stock, well, that's not true, I did Footloose another year, but that was just one, a one-off. The only year I did the entire season, that was, there's plenty of memorable moments from all of those productions, that was uh, Gigi, Wizard of Oz that opened the Orson Bryant Theater, Jesus Christ Superstar, and then State Fair. It was a fun, fun season, except for Gigi, because Gigi, I don't know, just don't like that show. Um... We were in the Thank Wizard of Heaven for little girls. For little it's, girls. it's because it's, it's gross. It's a little creepy. It's pervy. Um, anyway, the Wizard of Oz was a really fun time, but also like, yeah, it was great to open the new theater. Let's be honest, we were poppies wearing tights and flowers pasted all over us. We were winkies wearing heavy shoulder pads and costumes and helmets. We were people of Oz. This is where uh, this story is going to land. Um, we would just be so like, we would punch each other <laughs> in the middle of the merry old land of Oz. We had choreographed things for the first phrase. So it was like, ho, 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 ho. And it was like belly, you know, you can't see my brilliant choreography. Like, like Santa Claus. No, 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 they can see it. Ho, 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 ho. And a couple of la di das. We did something with the arms. And then we had an eight count where we were just supposed to be jolly for like we weren't choreographed that was the issue you know about there was nothing like a good jolly eight count there was nothing set for us to do so we started to just punch each other on the arms and in the stomachs and in the chest <laughs> and so we would be all smiling and insane we'd be like that's how we're not the day away and hit each other yeah it was just like me and you and mark simowitz and fitz robbie vanek robbie vanek jason sharp um I we began hitting each other just so we could feel anything at all, because we were just all in green. We were all like, "What? What is this?" What's I remember happening? standing on the set, yeah, yeah, of the of the Oz, yeah. Do you remember when they flew Maggie into the proscenium? Yeah. Oh my God, she had a huge, huge bruise. Mm. But the other fun thing from that summer, there's many, but oh gosh, I have to do this. Just... <laughs> you just said, do you remember when they flew Maggie into the proscenium? <laughs> That's like that the Peter Pan Was it the videos. proscenium or was it the, didn't at a rehearsal? It wasn't the proscenium, it was, it was something like a, else. It was, like a, it was a concrete like ledge yeah. backstage, yeah. Um, 
in Jesus Christ Superstar Tech, it's the first time we got our props, and we're in the Last Supper, and Larry Alexander was playing Jesus, and the prop people had hastily got uh, a bubbly pizza shell and not like cut it up or anything and they just put it in his basket or what his picnic basket did jesus have a picnic basket what was it it was something i mean did picnic baskets exist it was like a knapsack or something yeah and he pulled out a pizza shell as he was singing for for all you care this bread could be and then he put it on his head he went my hat (laughs) this bread could be my My hat hat. um we were of course usually hung over during those matinees on Sunday. And I swear to God, I it was everything I could do because we had to take the bread, you know, and then... Take a cur- piece off of it, yeah, right? Yeah, take a piece off of it, pass it down, and then curl up under the thing so he could sing Gethsemane. And we would have little pieces of... It was good, right? Bubbly pizza yeah. shell. It was called... It was a brand, I remember. It was bubbly. Yeah, oh, right. That You're saying the brand. Yeah. I thought you were just saying it's bubbly. No, bobbly, bobbly. <laughs> I got it. So we would all be like, quote unquote, sleeping. Every single one of us sons of bitches was like eating bread yeah. and looking at each other across the stage. Did we ever do anything <laughs> like, you know, all of the, you know, people in advance, like just took little bitty pieces so the last person wound up with like all of it? Uh, I don't recall that because I think we all wanted the bread. <laughs> I think maybe the last or somebody person... like didn't wind up with anything. I've right? got like the the heel. Yeah. Um, These were the disciples, right? Yes, but yeah. all, if you looked at the stage, as it was he's probably singing... Thomas, right? That didn't get any. Or AJS, maybe. Yeah. Um, we by the end of that song, all of us shoulders were just shaking because we were just looking at each other eating bread as he's singing his tits out. Um, and then, of course, the infamous uh, state fair where there was shuck my corn night and everybody added in the line, shuck, shuck my, my corn. corn. I remember that. And <laughs> including the ensemble. In... Wait, I'm totally confused. That's not a line? No, no. we just decided it was shuck my corn night. I mean, night. it's Iowa. So, so like... you, you changed the lyrics to shuck my corn? Well, yeah, we did for one song. It oh, was Iowa. Right. We were like... Uh, Instead of don't I know, no, people went, shuck my, my cord! <laughs> oh my god. But, but um, Robin Higginbotham, who played Margie, during the reprise, I think, of uh, Might As Well Be Spring, where she's supposed to say something, she's supposed to go, oh, Margie, shake her head and walk off stage. And instead she went, shuck my corn, and walked off stage. <laughs> I do now remember that. that. Everybody worked it in. The, the I think father. I only had like two lines and I think I oh worked it God. in. Yeah. Well, shuck my corn. Yeah. Everybody said it. And it was really uh, special. It's probably being used in that musical. Shucked. Shucked. Somebody somebody from SU is behind that. Um, so anyway, those are some, some funny theater stories. Wait now, a second. Now, wait, 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 wait. What? Is shucked a real thing? Shucked is a Broadway show about corn. <laughs> you didn't watch the Tonys? It's... Yeah, we're we're of the age where there's a musical about corn. <laughs> is that because of the boy, the, the the TikTok? I don't know. Is this a um? So if someone, so someone's not going to be leaving a voicemail in in our podcast like this. They're going to be sending stories to you. Yeah, I've put something on the Discord. You can go on the Discord board. Nobody ever does, but you know, I don't know why I'm asking for submissions this way. But you can go, and there's a little microphone, and you can press it. And you can just leave a message like, you know, when you used to call and 
leave people messages on their beep. Exactly. Um, so you can do that. You could also, everyone's phone has a voice memo feature. You can record something and send it to us. Because a lot of people maybe don't want to take an hour or 45 minutes and have a back and forth. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah, the Discord would be perfect because you just like literally tell a story for five minutes, ten minutes, however long it was. And then I would save it and put it in the podcast. Yeah, and then you could just do, you could just play them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we would tee it up and talk about it on the flip side, right? We should, yeah, we should probably give like a commentary on uh, the story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, and this is just going to be a... Let's, I, I want to try this out. I want to test balloon this for a couple months. And then we have to go into spooky season. And we have to go into to holiday season. And then we'll, you know, if this is if this goes well, we'll just pick this up in the new year. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking it will. Um, you know, another reason I thought to do this is one of our favorite podcasts, Smart Lists. Sean Hayes is obsessed with theater stories. So... End goal, we have to get Sean Hayes on here to tell his favorite theater story. End goal? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I said it. All right. Well, listen, I'm gay. He's gay. We're in theater. Oh, yeah, of course. It's got to happen. Yeah, I mean, Happens yeah. sometimes. That, there's not anybody else that, I mean, you guys are the only two gay guys in theater. Well, what I'm saying I'm is, <laughs> I'll bet you I could do six degrees of separation to Sean Hayes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I could probably do it in three, actually. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Anyway. Wait, I can name that tune in two. Okay. <laughs> Jeopardy well, you, theme song. You you sing it. So how are you going to name it in two? Oh, yeah, I already know <laughs> it. You can't. <laughs> That's like hiding your own Easter eggs. I just, I just went tonight. Which I thought was da 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 um, All right. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We look forward to starting a new season with you next week. Um, I saw Matt's Onion Skin downtown at the Fringe Festival. It was fantastic. Um, we have uh, just a couple more weeks of camp for Maddie, And, um, yeah, we're going to be working towards not only this new season, but also our Find Your Light Act 2 is going to be uh, the main focus for the next month coming up. So, um we hope you've enjoyed SU. We have. We've loved it. We've loved reconnecting with all of you. There's nothing else that can be said that hasn't been said already. And we just look look forward to keep keep on keeping on uh, pressing into the theater stories. And then we'll do some spooky times uh, for October. So anyway, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.